Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Hammer Time 1987 podcast, the podcast where all we do is win, and today we are discussing presidential elections in the midst of an economic recession, and this podcast, of course, is quite timely because as of April 2020, we are in the midst of the great lockdown from the coronavirus starting around St. Patrick's Day, the U.S. economy and basically all 50 states decided to shut down and close businesses, which has led to record unemployment. And it's also happening within an election year. This is 2020. We have an election in November of 2020 to determine whether Donald Trump will be reelected as the 45th president or whether Joe Biden, the Democratic challenger, will win. So there's a couple of uh, elections that happened within a recession. And this is kind of a back of the, the napkin type of look here. Uh, but basically my criteria was I wanted to see what party uh, would win during a time of economic recession and whether that can lead to any indicators about what might, ha might happen in November of this year. So there's a couple of elections to talk about here. The first one is the election of 1960. This is Richard Nixon, who is the Republican vice president for Dwight Eisenhower, and he, Nixon, is running um, to replace Eisenhower, and the challenger is John F. Kennedy, the senator from Massachusetts. The recession starts in April of 1960 and actually lasts to 1961. Unemployment uh, reaches a peak at about 7%. And, well, what happens? Well, I think you might know the outcome from your history. John Kennedy wins the election. Uh, now, the election itself was very close. The national popular vote, both candidates had about 49% of the national popular vote. However, it was John Kennedy who had a more decisive win in the, in the Electoral College. He had 303 electoral votes compared to Nixon's 219 and, of course, politics was a little different back then. Uh, Richard Nixon won California, and John F. Kennedy won Texas. So uh, you won't be seeing that anytime soon uh, with a Democrat winning Texas and a Republican winning California, but that's the way it was in 1960. So in our first litmus test here, the incumbent party loses during a recession. The Republicans lose the White House, and the challenger, John F. Kennedy, wins. And that was the recession of 1960 and 1961. We fast forward in time to the election of 1980. Jimmy Carter, the Democrat, is running against the challenger, Ronald Reagan. And the recession actually starts in January of 1980, and officially it ends in July of 1980, although it's certainly the effects of it certainly carried over to November. And this election wasn't really close. Ronald Reagan blew out Jimmy Carter. Reagan had one of the biggest victories in, in electoral politics history. Uh, and it was also a blowout in the national popular vote. Uh, people were not particularly pleased with Jimmy Carter's leadership, whether it was from uh, high unemployment, high inflation, issues with Iran, with the hostages, 
uh, but Jimmy Carter is routed by Reagan. And so once again, on our test here, the incumbent party, this time the Democrat, loses during a time of economic recession. All right, we move 12 years beyond 1980, and now we get to 1992. Now, this uh, is a little bit maybe surprising to people. The recession actually occurred in 1991, not 1992, but unemployment stayed pretty high all the way into 1992. So even though the official statistics, the people who keep track of these things would tell you the recession ended at 91, I included it here in the sample. We have the incumbent George H.W. Bush running against Bill Clinton, who's running against Ross Perot. It was a three-way Back in 1992, Ross Perot did very well for a third-party candidate. Uh, but once again, the incumbent party suffers during a recession. George H.W. Bush is defeated by Bill Clinton. Clinton wins a decisive victory uh, in both the national popular vote and the Electoral College. And so once again, on our list here, the incumbent party suffers and is thrown out of the White House during a time of high unemployment and economic recession. Then we fast forward again in history and we go all the way to 2008, which I'm sure most of you listening were probably alive for that one. If you remember, George W. Bush was the incumbent and he, well, actually he was the incumbent president, but John McCain was actually the Republican who was running. Bush was uh, couldn't run again. He had already been serving his two terms, but John McCain was the Republican running against Barack Obama. And in 2008, we have a collapse of the financial markets and the start of the Great Recession. And this election, too, was also a blowout. Obama wins decisively in the Electoral College and the national popular vote. John McCain is routed and the incumbent party once again is thrown out. So as we can see from my back of the napkin experiment here, uh, if you are an incumbent president and part of the incumbent party holding the White House and millions of Americans start to lose their job, have lost their job, the economy slows down, uh, there's probably a good chance you're going to be packing your bags and you're going to be on your way out. So if we're thinking about 2020, well, based on the history that I just went over, it looks pretty, pretty gloomy for Donald Trump to win re-election. Now, there is... A big if, though, a big asterisk, is that of all the recessions that I talked about, they were sort of what we call normal recessions, you know, business cycle recessions, you know, different reasons, normal reasons why things slowed down. But in 2020, we have a public health crisis. Um, it's not really the, the, you know, Donald Trump's economic policies that have led to collapse. It's been this virus that came from China. And the big question for Donald Trump will be, do voters punish him for that? If things don't turn around quickly enough for the November election, will enough voters go to the polls and essentially kick him out? And of course, we won't know that until November, although I'm sure a lot of polling will come out between now and then. Uh, but if voters don't blame Trump for the coronavirus and the economic collapse that's resulted of it, 
then he very well could keep his job. Uh, but if they do blame Trump, either his response to the virus or they're just tired of Trump or believe that, uh, you know, if he had acted sooner or better, that things wouldn't have had to close down, then I think Donald Trump is probably going to be a one-term president. So only time will tell, but we'll find out. So that's all from me. I'll be checking in periodically with some more history videos, election videos as we move closer to the election. And make sure that if you this is your cup of tea that you hit the subscribe button so that you'll be aware of these videos when they come out and you can kill some time on your quarantine and your lockdown time when you're bored and you want to be enlightened with the Hammer Time podcast. So thank you for listening, and uh, I will check in with you next time. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.